Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team it's time now for the bob melvin show presented by nest betting the three-time manager of the year sits down with chris townsend exclusively on a's cast visit nestbetting.com today here now is chris townsend time now for the bob melvin show brought to you by nestbetting.com love where you sleep of course when you go to nestbetting.com whether you're going to a store in the bay area or you're shopping at nestbetting.com. Use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Bob, how are you? Doing good. We're, uh, you know, we're in the middle of this road trip here. Took two out of three from Boston, won a game last night. So, so far, so good. You always, uh, you know, w- want to play well on the road and, and certainly take care of business at home, which we've been able to do in the past. So, so far, so good. So you think about your career, whether it's at a, as a player or a manager, have you ever experienced a schedule like this to where you don't play in division? Everything has either been in the East or the Central. It, it's just very bizarre. Yeah, it is. You know, we, we start out with Houston and then and then it's been everything but the division. So I think once we get back home, we get into the division pretty strong, but but usually you start out in the division for, for a good length at the beginning, but uh, not this year. So, you know, a lot of these teams we haven't seen since 19. So it's, it's a completely different look. And, you know, getting back to some of these ballparks that you haven't been for a while is kind of nice. You know, I, I think about, you know, the advantage of actually doing this. And we talked to David Forrest about this is the fact that you're done with Tampa. You're done with Boston. Like, like, like how, how good is it to get, I mean, you've done very well and to get rid of these East coast trips early in the season, what's that like for your club? Yeah, it usually happens a little later. I think we go to New York maybe in June and then we might be done with them too. So just, just a little bit different across the grain, but I think, you know, some of these places that we go, like I said, I think guys kind of look forward to it because we haven't been here in over a year in a ballpark like this is kind of fun to play in. So uh, we're we're okay with the schedule it is right now. I, I know once we get past this off day on Monday, we got 16 in a row again. So that's that's not the greatest thing in the world. But um, you know, it, it's great. It's fun playing at Fenway Park. It's fun playing in this ballpark, and uh, you know, we'll take what they're giving us. You faced a lot of left-handed pitchers, and so far you're 12 and six against left-handed starters. What has that been like for you as a manager when you're when you're putting your lineup together and you've gone up against so many lefties? Yeah, it's crazy. I don't think I've ever remembered going through a stretch like we've just been through. And, 
And we went through it without Chad Pender. And usually we only will have one left-handed hitter in the lineup, which is Matt Olson against left-handed starters. And we've had at least two here uh, for quite a while and, and, you know, ended up doing okay against them. So, you know, the thing for guys like, you know, a switch hitter like Jed, I know Jed was saying he's gotten like, you know, five at bats in the past two weeks left-handed. So that can be difficult on, on switch hitters like that. But uh, yeah, it is. There are a lot of things that, to the schedule and where we're going and so forth that, that you typically don't see early in the season. You know, when I think about Chad Pinder, they showed it last night where he's wearing a knee brace. Uh, what is the plan for him? Can, can, can he really play shortstop or is, is it putting him in the outfield? Uh, what are his limitations with that knee right now? None, really. So he's going to play short today. Um, you know, we'll mix him in there some and, and against left-handed pitching, probably more outfield and some DH. And so, you know, kind of the same drill with him, but probably more shortstop than he's probably played at the big league level. And, you know, he had a couple games, uh, you know, in the rehab where he played short, we played him in sh- at shortstop in spring some. It really is his natural position that he played coming up through the system, but hadn't played in a while. So, We'll see. I, I don't think there's any restrictions in mobility and so forth with him. He feels good about being here, and, you know, we'll run him out there for, for, for the first time at short today. You know, you pinch hit last night for Mitch Moreland, um, and Mitch has been playing. I, I mean, he's been swinging the bat really well. Uh, what are we looking are, – are we looking at a potential IL situation with Mitch? Yeah, unfortunately, I think we are. He's a little bit sore today. We felt like if he came in today and it wasn't too bad, then uh, then then maybe he could sit out through the off day and be available after that. But um, I, I don't think that's going to be the case. Uh, unfortunately, at this point, it seems like injuries keep popping up for us on a kind of on a on a weekly basis, whether it's in the the pitching, whether it's the position players. So just something we're having to deal with you know, here early on in the season and, and probably going to be the case with Mitch, but I'm not 100% sure yet. You know, when you start looking at the numbers of your bullpen, it, it's it's pretty incredible. I mean, the, the the bullpen for you, no matter no matter who you throw out there, it, it's just been so solid. Uh, just talk about how these guys have just come in night after night, day after day, and they've just been locked down for you. They really have, and and you know it's it, we're relying on a few guys. Certainly, the the Trevor Rosenthal situation hurt us at the beginning, and you would think that that could be pretty devastating. And um, so you know we had to do it a little differently, a little bit of Lou at the end, a little bit of Deekman at the end. Certainly, a lot of use Merrill Petit and before that, and and Bert Smith has come back and done a nice job for us too. Um, Sergio Romo's pitched a lot better for us recently. And then we have some other guys that we use in games when we're down. So it's worked to this point. It is quite a workload for some of our, our guys in the plus games because we played so many close games. But overall, you look at the numbers and, the, and these guys have really pitched well. Yeah, some people might say, wow, you throw Yasmero Petit a lot. But that's how he pitches well. I mean, he wants the ball day in, day out. He's better when he throws more. I don't know if there's a lot of pitchers like that, Bob. No, there isn't. And one of the reasons is because he's not redlined with everything. He's not throwing 98 miles an hour. He's a touch and feel guy. Therefore, he needs consistent reps. And, and you know, he threw 80 games for us. What was it, two years ago, which, which is every other day. So, you know, I always talk to him about how you're feeling. He goes, I need to pitch. I need to pitch. So, uh, and we do use him a lot, but like you said, he, he likes to stay sharp. 
Um, you know, his stuff isn't, isn't as taxing as maybe some other guys that throw a little bit harder. And the more he pitches, it seems like the better he is. You know, I know we go round and round about the data and what people think. And there was a lot of people who thought because of the 60 games last year and guys didn't get their normal work and that that was going to affect them this year. Have you seen that effect at all of what last year has done to pitchers in this season? You know, it's tough to get a handle on, really. I mean, you're seeing some guys go on the IL, um, you know, whether it's starters or whatever. But, you know, for us so far with our starters, I feel like it was more of a break. Uh, you'll get more data on that later on. You see some other teams where some, some guys are going down. But, you know, it just just doesn't seem to me like it, it it's that big of an issue. And, and you know, you use your, your bullpens that much more now anyway. so. You know, you also want some guys like, you know, a guy in a perfect world, a guy like Jesus Lazardo, you want to get a lot of innings out of him this year based on the fact that he's never really thrown them. And, and last year was only a 60-game season. So, um, you know, we're, we're continuing to look at it, but so far so good with our starters and their workload. I think even though it looks like I think we're, we pitch more innings from our starters uh, than any team in the American League, it doesn't really feel like it, and, and our guys are durable. You know, I, I think one guy, the guy going tonight, and I, I, I Cole Irvin is he's a great interview. Uh, I was tipped off by Kevin Franzen going, you got to get the guy on. He's uh, he's fantastic. I, I knew nothing about Cole Irvin. I don't know how much you knew, but just talk about what this guy's been able to give you so far. He's been fantastic, and you know, and earned everything he's getting here. Earned it in spring training. Earned it in this early in the season to stay in our our rotation and continues to. So, you know, he's, he's, he really likes it here. Um, he's, he's kind of able to use his repertoire in the fashion that we feel like, you know, is best for him and he feels like it's best for him. So there's a lot of conviction in that. The other thing is he can swing the bat pretty well. I'm hoping to, to get him in the national league game where he gets the pitch because I know he's, he's itching to, he's itching to swing the bat. And on top of that, he's got a pretty good record taking out the lineup card. So he's doing a lot of things here now that uh, maybe he didn't envision doing early on. I mean, come on, Bob, we want universal DH. Let's be honest. Uh, yeah. You know, I could, I, I'd be all right with it. I do like that the, the differences in the league. I, I think I've told you before, if, if it is going to stay in this fashion, when there's interleague, I think you should do it opposite. So when a National League team comes to our ballpark, we play the National League rules so our fans can see a little bit of a different game. But I think it, it is going to where it's going to be a universal DH. It's just more of an offensive thing. And certainly when you have potential injuries with pitchers, that that's something you want to stay away from. You know, I think about your young catcher, Murph, and to watch him grow, and I know it means a lot to you. I mean, you, I mean – Obviously, what you did in your career as a catcher, uh, to watch him it just be so comfortable with the pitching staff. What's it been like for you to watch him grow into a great professional? Uh, it's been great, and I'm you know I'm really close to our catchers, so you know it's we've we've kind of cycled through quite a few over the years here. We've really been waiting for for a guy like Murph that can you know take basically the everyday load. He's had some injuries, obviously, and you know he's not playing today, but. You know, I my my starting catcher and I were, were kind of joined at the hip. He's he's taken our game plan out there. We have communication and, and really nonverbal communication during games where he's looking at me and we can kind of, you know, sense uh, what what he, what each other's thinking. So uh, it's great to have him here. He's he's a terrific two-way player. You know, he takes his defense 
really, really seriously, and that's that's first and foremost to him. But he's been known to hit the ball in the ballpark a little bit too, and that that plays in pretty well. So you came up in our system. There's just a lot of things to love about Murph. You know, it's unbelievable how the profession has changed to where, like, Ray Fossey will tell you that when they played the Dodgers in the World Series in the 70s, they only used seven pitchers. Seven. That's it. In the entire World Series. And now you could face, you could have seven different pitchers on any night. What's it like to be a catcher in modern day baseball? Yeah, it it is different. And, and you know what? There's a lot of help as far as the analytics go. You got the, wristbands where you have game plans on there and so forth and and obviously you have to uh to know the pitchers and in any amount of them you know we'll cycle through a bunch of pitchers over the course of the season so there's a little bit more in preparing for something like that i get ray what ray's saying i remember in 2001 when i was the diamondbacks you know we played a seven game series against the yankees and it felt like we only used two pitchers and chilling <laughs> So it is completely come full circle from that. And like you said, on a particular night, you could see, you know, double digit, double digit amount of pitchers, uh, you know, in a particular game. So uh, it's completely different. Great stuff, Bob. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Sounds good. And that's the Bob Melvin Show brought to you by nestbedding.com. Love where you sleep. Use the coupon code Oakland to get 10% off your entire order, whether you're in the stores here in the Bay Area or you go to nestbedding.com. That's the Bob Melvin Show right here on A's Cast. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.